0: Hello and welcome to the She Reads Romance Books podcast, the ultimate show for romance book lovers looking for the best books worth reading. I'm your host, Leslie Murphy, and in each short episode, I share my favorite book list of recommendations so you know exactly what to add to your must read list. Join me as I explore the romance genre and have fun collecting book boyfriends along the way, because life is better with a love story. Hey, readers! I am so excited for this episode because I am dying to talk about these romance books that left me reeling and thinking, what the fuck did I just read? I mean, I'm used to feeling all mushy from a sweet and sappy romance or even bawling my eyes out from books that rip my heart out and make me ugly cry. But to have a romance book make me want to throw my Kindle against the wall from what I'm reading is pretty rare, but I love it. And that's what I'm sharing in today's episode. My top five mindfuck romance books that left me asking, what the fuck am I reading? And I really hope you leave a comment or write to me if you've read any of these to tell me what you thought of them, or even better... If you have another book recommendation of a title that left you reeling in the best way, of course, then do send it my way. But the first and ultimate mindfuck romance book on my list is Perfect Strangers by J.T. Geisinger. And any fans of J.T. that have read this book know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the book that, by the last few chapters, I was literally exclaiming out loud, what the fuck? (laughs) And wanted to destroy my iPad, literally throw it across the room because I was shocked by the twist that she threw into this story, like legit shocked. At this point, I've read enough books that I can often guess where the story is going more often than not, but oh my gosh, I did not see the twist coming in, in this book at all. So you get the picture that I was shocked if I haven't said it enough already, but back to the book, Perfect Strangers, I think it has like a 4.25 rating on Goodreads, it has over 4,000 reviews, so people are loving this book because of or even in spite of this crazy twist. It's the book that everyone ends up talking about in her Facebook group too, but JT would say that this is a work of literary fiction, not a traditional romance, so definitely be warned, and yet it totally and utterly consumed me. But let me set, set the stage for why this is a complete mindfuck book. For the first part of the story, I felt like a voyeur, really, of a, this beautiful love affair. Olivia is a writer from the States and she just moved to Paris for a three-month holiday to find herself and her inner muse again because two years prior she had endured a really really sad tragedy and hasn't written a book or been intimate since that time. So while she's in Paris she meets James at this neighborhood cafe and the sparks immediately fly and not fighting their immediate attraction at all, they agree to have a love affair in which no personal information is shared except their first names um, until Olivia is supposed to return to the States. Now, to say I was consumed by their passion is definitely an understatement. Olivia deserved a man like James, though <laughs> I think as one character in the story later described him, he was almost like too perfect. He's truly this embodiment of what fantasies are made of. He's sexy, smart, he's dominating, yet sweet and caring, and he is the best dirty talker around. I got totally swept up in their electric attraction, and the whole Paris setting only added to that wow factor of the book. There I am, completely swept up into their love affair, and then (laughs) things changed, people. When I say that J.T. Geisinger wrote the plot twists of all plot twists, I'm telling you the truth. I can't even like give a hint of anything without giving spoilers, but my jaw dropped and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? But despite that reaction, I can say that this book really solidifies what an amazing author she is. I mean, the originality of the story in the foreshadowing that I can now see after rereading passages was just so meticulously crafted and I'm just amazed, but I was truly devastated by the turn of events and how the story ultimately played out. I was gutted because it didn't really complete that ultimate high that I was initially on, but I totally give it to Geisinger for causing my jaw to seriously fall to the floor and stay there with this story She's amazing, so for the ultimate mindfuck book, check out Perfect Strangers by JT Geisinger. Now, book two on my list goes to The Risk by S.T. Abbey, which is book one, ironically, of her mindfuck series. Now, this one is a dark romantic thriller that I honestly had to pick up given all the hype surrounding it, because how do you not check out a book about a serial killer who is falling for the FBI agent tasked to capture her. I mean, just wrap your head around that one for a second, right? This is a story about Lana, who is a serial killer who is systematically killing men that had something to do with a tragic event in her past. You don't really know more about the event other than, or in this book at least, other than the fact that it must have been pretty brutal because she should be dead by now. And yet she spent years training to get her revenge and it's pretty gruesome. So one day she happens to meet Logan at a coffee shop and their chemistry is pretty instant. But it turns out that Logan is an expert FBI profiler who hunts serial killers. I mean, of course he is, right? (laughs) So while Lana is preparing for and enacting her revenge, Logan is trying to pick apart evidence to find his target all the while they are meeting up and getting it on. So just crazy, a complete mindfuck, right? So The Risk, it's really just book one of a five book series. It's only, I want to say like 130 pages. So a quick read if you just want to see what it's all about. And it's also available on... Kindle Unlimited but diving into this book and the crazy storyline definitely had me asking what the fuck am I reading I honestly haven't finished the series because I'm not sure I want to know more about Lana's history I can kind of tell where it's going but then again the story really does hook you so I might I may break down and read the rest so stay tuned if I do book three of Mindfuck Books is Sinner by Sierra Simone. Now, this one's, I don't know, maybe a bit more benign than the previous two, and yet I was definitely asking myself at several points, what the fuck am I reading? Because for starters, this is an age gap romance. Zenny is a college senior, I think, though don't hold me to that one, and she is 15 years younger than Sean, her brother's best friend. But the real mindfuck is that Zenny is a postulate who is about to start her journey of becoming a nun. Yes, you heard that right. She is pretty much 100% certain that she wants to devote her life to the church, to God, and to becoming a nun. However, to make sure she's making the right decision, she asked Sean to teach her everything there is to know about sex before taking her vows. And what does he do? Well, the playboy man whore accepts and boy, does he deliver with his teachings. I mean, holy cow. I looked back on my review for this book and I... Wrote word for word oh my god he's fucking a nun what am I reading (laughs) and that's how I felt a majority of the time while reading this book so if you don't want to read a book that has lots of filthy dirty sex in it then don't pick up this book honestly if this quote that I'm going to give you doesn't give you some perspective on what is in store then I don't know what will but here is a quote from the book from Sean's perspective I love to fuck. I love to make women come. I love to see their snug little cunts. I love to taste them and push my big cock into them until they stretch. (laughs) I mean, yeah. This is just one aspect of the guy giving it to the girl who wants to be a nun. I mean, where does Simone come up with this stuff for her books? I just don't know. But I will also say that Simone's intellectual and philosophical musings on faith and God were really interesting and something that I really wanted more of in this book. So there are several paragraphs that I found so thought-provoking on the areas of faith, sex, purity, virginity, religion, and God. Just really, really good stuff. But my final thoughts on this is that if age gap romances sex with a nun, insta lust, or gross dirty talk appeals to you, then you'll love this book. And would I attend a weekend retreat to listen to Sierra Simone's thoughts on religion, belief, faith, sex, and the goddess after reading this? You betcha. So Sierra, if you're listening, there's an idea for you. I'm totally there if you organize something like that. That would be awesome. But moving on to book four of Mindfuck Romance Books is Welcome to the Dark Side by Gianna Darling. This is another age gap romance, but also a motorcycle club romance in her Fallen Men series. I didn't read book one. I just jumped into this one, which is book two, and I didn't have any problems reading it as a standalone, just FYI. But this is one where the age gap really did kind of give me pause at first to where I was asking myself, you know, what the fuck am I reading and do I continue with this story? I obviously did and I gave it five stars because I loved it so much. This book is a love story between Lulu, the mayor's daughter, and Zeus, the president of the fallen MC who have a 19-year age gap between them. They first meet when Lulu is really young, like age seven, I think, if I remember, and they end up staying in touch as she writes to him while he is in prison. But once he's out and they meet again 10 years later, they end up together. I mean, I really loved Darling's writing of this story, and while age gap really isn't my preferred Trope, I was hooked on this story and couldn't put it down. But there were scenes that gave me that, like, what the fuck, pause, like when he's drilling her on his bike behind a building somewhere. And I'm just like, okay. But it was a great read and I definitely recommend it. So the final book on my list, book five is Undeniable by Madeline Sheehan. This is another motorcycle club romance, but this one is crazy. I tell you, crazy. And yet I was completely hooked. Reading motorcycle club romances, sometimes I feel like they start to all read the same after a while, but this isn't about a good girl snatching the attention of the president who goes all in with her right no (laughs) this is a story about deuce and eva who have a long history together eva first meets deuce when she's five and he's 23 so yes another age gap romance here folks they meet when she's visiting her father i think it was in prison and deuce was visiting his old man too they end up running into each other at several times here and there, you know, as time goes by and she gets older. And it's evident that they have this undeniable connection, no doubt. But they are also so fucked up people. (laughs) I mean, if you don't like books with cheating, let me just say this right now, then you will hate this book because there is a lot of cheating and a lot of moments that I couldn't stand. And yet I liked that these characters were not perfect I honestly wanted to strangle Deuce for his stupid behavior at, at one particular point, if honestly, if not several. But they lived their lives and it was a hell of a ride for both of them, but a total mind fuck. So if you're at all interested in it, check out Undeniable by Madeline Sheehan. So that's my list. Books like these that have that ability to just give me pause and really question what I'm reading. They're few and far between, but I cannot wait to see what the next book will be that gives me the same reaction. So bring it on, I say. To wrap up this episode, I thought I would share the books that I recently put in my Kindle Unlimited library. I freaking love Kindle Unlimited because so many of my favorite romance book authors have their work in Kindle Unlimited, and it's really a, or I see it as a fear free way to check out a book because if I end up not liking it, then I have no problems just hitting return, you know, no harm, no foul. Because these days I have no problems calling it on a book and putting it on my do not finish shelf. But the books currently in my KU library include Hopeless by Elsie Silver. The previous book in her chestnut spring series reckless was fantastic so i cannot wait to read her latest release which is a fake relationship age gap romance with a virgin heroine i also have mile high by liz tomford because i like the enemies to lovers vibe between the hockey player and flight attendant in that story another hockey romance in my ku library is behind the net by stephanie archer And lastly, I have my eye on Make Believe Match by Melanie Harlow, a marriage of convenience romance that will be releasing soon in Kindle Unlimited. So stay tuned to me here and on shereadsromancebooks.com where I'll be sharing more after reading these books. So check out all these on my list. Check out those in Kindle Unlimited and happy reading. That's all for this episode of the She Reads Romance Books podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found some new books to add to your TBR list. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really helps me reach more romance book lovers like you, and I appreciate your support. If you're a book boyfriend collector like me, then you'll want to join my email list so you never miss a podcast episode or a new book list. Just visit shereadsromancebooks.com join and sign up today. As a thank you, I'll instantly send you my list of top 10 book boyfriends that will make you swoon. Trust me, you don't want to miss this list. Thank you for listening and until next time, happy reading.